0: But this evening, I'm going to be speaking to Shabir uh, uh, Banubai and um, a a mutual friend of ours. uh, You may have heard me talk to Dr. Kofi Kwaku a couple of times, uh, said to me, listen, you need to speak to this man. I haven't had the chance to speak, to read the book yet, but I do want to engage with some of the thoughts that Shabir Banubai deals with in his book. Uh, They are thoughts, meditations, observations, notions, and philosophies that have have come through a whole process of thinking over many, 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 many years. And he has recently written a book called um, uh, Leadership, uh, no, 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 I'm, 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 I must get, the, get the, the, the authors, I mean the um, title right. Um, but he speaks specifically about leadership as healing. That's actually the, uh, the title of the book, Leadership as, he, as Healing. And how we perhaps could find healing from leaders. Hey? Uh, the, the, the faculty of being able to lead and how that can bring healing. Uh, and I'm going to be speaking to Shabir Banu, Banubai in a few moments time. But I'm looking forward to uh, a great conversation and you can be part of it on 11 I think that he's on to something here that we need to start thinking differently about what leadership is and what its actual purpose is yeah so i'm looking forward to your calls with regards to that on oh double one eight eight three oh seven oh two on sms three one seven oh two uh, i'm also available on twitter at 702 Aubrey. when i come back i speak to Shabir banubai
1: 702 your number one news and talk
2: station
0: it's 16 minutes after 11 o'clock, and uh, indeed, you have to be part of this conversation. I really hope that you will be on 11 on SMS 31702, and of course on Twitter at 702 Aubrey. Uh, Shabir, thank you very much, sir, for joining us this uh, evening, and I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to us so late in the evening. Uh,
3: Hello, Aubrey. Good evening and good evening to all your listeners. It's actually uh, a really great uh, pleasure and an honor for me to be speaking with you. And I'm looking forward to our conversation.
0: Much, much appreciated. Shabir. so let's start off by talking about what leadership is. And you have a number of proposals in your new book, Ah, uh, leadership of he- as healing, um, but I- I'd like to perhaps start off from you, from from uh, start to get from you the the understanding that you have of what leadership is actually uh, all about and what it's supposed to produce for us.
3: Um, Aubrey, uh, in arriving at an understanding of what uh, leadership is. I went through quite an intensive process of uh, not only reading and trying to understand leadership from the point of view of various leaders as well as those who teach leadership, but also from a very deep imbibing of all their understandings. And in a nutshell, I came to the conclusion ultimately that simply living with integrity for any of us, which means living in a way that we uh, fulfill our own potential and help others fulfill theirs, and in a way that uh, uh, includes and considers others, as uh, an indivisible part of a single essential existence, that itself is leadership. Yeah. Therefore, what it really means and what I finally understood of leadership is that it is essential for each of us not only to understand that we are leaders, but to become Effective leaders uh, to know why we should become leaders and uh, how to do it.
0: I'd like to invite you and get your sense, your definition, your understanding of what a leader is. Give me a call 011 double one eight eight three oh seven oh two as I speak to Shabir Banubai, uh, the author of the book Leadership as Healing. All right, so I get your uh, understanding, Shabir, of leadership as. Uh, a life lived with integrity, how is it then how is it that that can be a healing factor?
3: Uh, uh, It's very simple. If we live life with integrity that would mean that firstly we are uh, connected with our deepest selves so we are aware of and connected to ourselves, our deeper selves. We are aware of and connected to others. We are aware of and connected to our environment. And in this kind of connectivity, which is a connectivity of compassion, of embracing, of supportiveness, of assisting others to grow just as much as we ourselves are growing, the whole process is actually very healing. The reason why there is so much uh, violence in the world, I concluded, is that firstly we are disconnected from ourselves, from the highest within us, and effectively this means we are Disconnected from others because if we were connected to the highest within us, we would also be connected to the highest everything, uh, 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 to the highest within everything outside us. Because the essence of everything in existence is essentially the same. But when we are disconnected, effectively, we lack harmony in our lives, and moreover very often it means that our own potential has not been allowed to uh, express itself to the fullest. What this means is that there's no growth within us, there's no movement, no energy that we have stagnated, and stagnation is basically the cause, the cause of illness. So if we were to become energetic, if we were to become uh, individuals who were uh, perpetually renewing, growing and developing, then we would be uh, uh, healthier human beings. And not only would we be healthy, but we would simultaneously be helping others to be healthy. Well, effectively, we would then be healing human beings.
0: Give us a call on 11 883 We're exploring the idea that leadership can be a force of healing. Um, I'm interested to find out from you as to what you understand leadership <laughs> To me, Shabir Banubai says that leadership is a life lived with integrity and that has all sorts of other, I suppose, um, connections to it, that uh, we are all connected, essentially, that we are all the same. And of course, uh, uh, if we live our lives with integrity, with uh, a connection to our highest selves, that has the power to heal. Heal what, Shabir? uh heal heal the disconnect
3: firstly and then effectively in healing the disconnect which is uh, the first uh step towards uh, uh other healing heal everything that is basically starting to disintegrate so it could be a healing that also becomes uh, uh, a healing of uh, emotional illnesses, psychological illnesses, and not only emotional and psychological illnesses, but over uh, a period of time, this could uh, uh, degenerate even further and become even physical illnesses. For instance, one of a, a very basic thing about living a life of integrity, would I would go so far as to include living a life of balance uh, and also living a life where, for instance, you will take care of your physical nature as much as you take care of your spiritual, emotional, and psychological nature. Because all of this, all constitutes living with integrity. And anyone will tell you, for instance, that if you look after your body, you're less likely to get ill. So, too, if you rest, so, too, if you have a loving relationship with your family, which really is nothing else but living a life that is uh, what ultimately constitutes uh, a life of a leader, a life that is connected to others and that transcends boundaries, a life that uh, uh, is uh, where we are uh, trying to you know uh, uh renew ourselves or renew the society or renew a company or renew a political organization renew a country and i would say even so far as to say renew a civilization that is starting to decay
0: you 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 Your fundamental premise, Shabir, seems to be that we are all connected. And I suppose, yeah, at a a very, very high sort of philosophical level that we are all connected. But you will be aware of a growing sort of narrative, especially in our country, that part of what has created the social discord in our country was the fact that we all bought the... Myth of sameness, yeah, uh, that uh, we were all under the impression that we were fundamentally the same, and perhaps you still believe that we are. May perhaps we are, but some argue that we are not the same. Yeah, we are not the same, and the idea that we are the same is probably the reason why we keep uh, self sabotaging. If we move from that principle. Uh, that that has inspired great leaders like Nelson Mandela, like all of the people that fought for equality. Um, just talk to me about this idea of sameness from whence I am getting the sense that you are saying that we are all connected and somehow fundamentally the same. Uh, people are saying that we're not the same. We should uh, grow up and understand that we're just fundamentally not the same. So uh, to talk about us being the same and therefore uh, all of us really are are going to be healed by this idea of sameness uh, is something that perhaps belongs in in bygone eras.
3: Uh, Hardly uh, sameness that I'm talking about, uh, Aubrey, because... The reality is that we are all unique. That's the difference. We are all unique, and in my uh, uh, philosophy, uh, my understanding, this uh, uniqueness is our greatest gift. So we are all totally unique. So we, we, are, are,
0: we, are, we com- are the same in our uniqueness.
3: Uh, we We are all unique, and in this respect, we are all not entirely the same, but we all have uh, we all have power we all have potential and that is an innate uh, uh, in a, that is innate within us but when our potential expresses itself. It expresses itself differently in each person, and it needs to be expressed differently. So, not, uh, so far from being a philosophy of sameness, what I'm saying is that we are all unique. In that respect, we are all very different, And it is this very difference that adds value to our lives and that enriches it and creates a very rich tapestry that can be considered uh, a painting where each uh, brush and each stroke on it is different and yet the painting is at the same time complete with all our uniqueness, uh, given being given a chance to be reflected on it, or
0: double one eight eight three oh seven oh two. My guest is Shabir Banubai, and he is the author of the book Leadership as Healing. Um, we've been speaking, I would imagine, uh, Shabir at a very highly spiritual, perhaps even philosophical level. I want to bring it down perhaps to. The way that most of us experience leadership and perhaps the lack thereof. Uh, Many people would argue that the world has a serious dearth of leadership at the moment. Let's go even further and bring it down to closer, uh, or bring it closer to home, uh, that our country has a dearth of leadership, whether it be political, whether it be business leadership, whether it be religious leadership what in your opinion if indeed it is able to be uh, identified in that way is the one thing that has been lost in this connectivity that you're talking about uh, that uh, manifests uh, all of the things that we could then say are the are the the results of the lack of leadership in our country specifically
3: uh, a <clears throat> Uh, my understanding of uh, of uh, of uh, leadership is the following, and this is why, in a sense, I wrote the book. That what you're saying is completely true. There are very many leaders today throughout the world and within our country who have, uh, uh, who have not uh, fulfilled uh, their responsibilities as leaders, but not only not fulfilled those responsibilities, they have gone the other way and they have uh, uh, they have hurt us, having a position of uh, leadership which uh, they have not honored. My uh, my uh, uh, understanding then, or uh, uh, challenge then, was to say that if our leaders are intrinsically ill, namely that they are disconnected from those with whom they are supposed to be connected. After all, the essence of leadership is connectedness because that is what leaders do. They inspire, they influence, they drive, they have a vision, they have a mission, they try to, you know, improve the economy, they try to improve education, they try to improve every uh, in every kind of infrastructure that exists that will then enable people to have the chance to express their own uniqueness in their own way. But if the leaders themselves lack that uh, uh, you know lack uh, the, uh, the health to do this well and effectively if they are unwell then we cannot really rely on people who are unwell to help us to live a healthy life, When, especially when they may be the cause of the illnesses that are now starting to affect us. Therefore, I feel that each one of us has the responsibility ultimately to find a leadership roles for himself or herself and to lead in whatever, to, to, to whatever level and in respect of whatever area they feel they are, they have the capability to lead. So we have all got the capability to lead. We may not all lead at the same Uh, or aspire to the same level of leadership, but uh, we certainly need to become leaders in our own right. And while we are becoming leaders in our own right, if some of the leaders who are unwell uh, uh, learn from us and have the ability to recognize the illnesses and take the steps, to uh, remedy whatever is ailing them, then, of course, they can also c- contribute to a rejuvenation of our society. But to purely rely on them is c- obviously very futile if they are very ill or even terminally ill. 11
0: double one eight eight three zero seven zero two. Shabir Banubai, the author of the book Leadership as Healing is very kind. He says... They are unwell or ill. Some people would go uh, on to say, Shabir, that they are downright sick, man. But uh, I'm going to be taking your calls. Oh, number one eight eight three zero seven zero two. Talking about leadership. What is your definition of leadership? Do you agree with Shabir that it is fundamentally a life lived with integrity? Uh, and I want to read you some of the SMSs and tweets that have come through, but before we do so, Shabir, let's take a call from Gululego in uh, Fosteros. Gululego, good uh, evening to you. Your thoughts? Hello, sir. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. Lego, what is on your mind?
2: Okay. Uh, okay. My The way I see leadership is it starts with yourself. Like yeah. when they say you are leading the life, it's yeah. like you are leading yourself through life. Yeah. If you are able... Like, every individual knows exactly what they need to do in their lives. You know there's things you need to do, but you always procrastinate. You always say, no, I'll do this tomorrow. Yep. But leadership is being able to effectively use your time to know that you take charge of the one day you have, then you take charge of your week, your month, your years. That's, the, that's, the, that's my definition of what leadership is. Once yep. you become right with yourself, you become still. Yep. You become aware of what you need to do for yourself then you can be able to touch other people. Indeed. Because you cannot lead people if you cannot lead yourself. Yeah. So yep. in a sense, when you're saying integrity, you mean, look, you know you have to eat a certain kind of food, but people are going to eat every four hours or three hours. If you cannot get that right, just to be able to control what you put inside your body, then you cannot lead. You, if, because you can't even lead yourself. There's temptations, there's uh, relationships. If you cannot be in a one loving, fulfilling relationship, you cannot lead anyone. So what he's saying about our leaders, you just look at the person's lifestyle and that automatically tells you that this person is not capable of leading anyone because he can't lead himself. So it starts within you, you winning over all the things that are like temptations, if I have to put it that way. If you're able to win over those things in your own life, I, I had a call to yesterday. Other people.
0: I had a call yesterday in Gurdwara from one of my regular callers, saying that to what extent should we, as the followers of these leaders, take some sort of um, responsibility for uh, for their existence? Is it perhaps also because we, as followers, are perhaps ourselves ill in the way that you've just described?
2: We, you see, the, the leaders that are leading us. They are the product. We, we deserve the kind of people that are leading us. Yeah. Because it is us who sets the standards. So if you've got someone leading us, I don't want to mention names, but if someone is in a leadership position, it's for a long time, even if he's not doing what he's supposed to do. But the level of tolerance talks to the nature of the followers. Yeah. If you're able to tolerate that this guy is my leader, he has done this, but it's fine. Then it talks about you.
0: No, no, I, I hear mean, you, I hear you, man. Right?
2: Of I hear
0: you loud and clear. Good to Thank you very much for your call. Much appreciated, sir. Give us a call. 11 883 Shabir Banubai, my guest, uh, the author of the book Leadership as Healing. By the way, it's just one of his books. It's his latest book. He's written 15 or 16 other books before this, and um, uh, we'll find out a little bit more. Uh, as we continue, uh, Ben Martin says, Shabir has a wonderful idea, ideology, but it is far removed from reality, says Ben Martin. Uh, this person says, uh, uh, and he continues, he "says management can be taught and learned, not leadership. Leaders are born and followers just happen. That is what makes leaders without a moral compass so dangerous, says uh, uh, Ben Martin. Let's talk about the illness of the faculty of leadership in our lives, Shabir, and uh, you would have heard Ngululego's call, but I really would like to connect it to what Ben Martin is talking about, uh, suggesting that, yes, uh, what you're talking about ideologically, or ideally, sorry, ideally is very, very nice, he say, he says, he's suggesting, but it is far removed from the practicality of life. Lego seems to agree, though, with you to say that if you can't master yourself as an individual, then you can't, in fact, call yourself a leader because you need to have mastered yourself. Uh, You need to be able to control those issues in your life that uh, sometimes become runaway factors of your own life. Only then can you claim leadership. So the question I'm asking you is to what extent is what you're talking about very nice, ideal stuff? but not necessarily practical, as somebody like Ben Martin would argue. And if it is practical, how do we experience this practicality? Uh,
3: What we have to realize uh, is that there is reality that is very disturbing. But we also have to realize that we have an extraordinary potential, each one of us, to change that reality. If that was not the case, we would be there would be no point in our living. So we have to absolutely believe that that potential exists, and that is the a, a, a personal responsibility. What I try to do in the book, instead of just saying that leadership is healing and that we should all become leaders, I go much further. I develop almost what you might call a philosophy of uh, of peace, of healing, and of growth. And what I try to identify are what are the critical elements that are either both present in our lives, as well as elements that we can add to our understanding of life that will help us to become leaders, that will help us to change the reality that we are currently confronted with. And in my understanding of what it is that is already there, that is extraordinarily powerful, Within us, there is firstly the sense of consciousness. We all have a very deep, essential consciousness, and it is our responsibility to then be aware of this consciousness that pervades existence and which uh, demands, in fact, that we do justice to it. We also have potential. We also have to develop a purpose. For instance, the the people who said that there is a horrid reality out there. We spoke now a little while ago of someone like Mandela, who also experienced a reality that was as bad as the one we are facing, or worse. And yet, in in having a purpose of overcoming, for instance, structural oppression, that purpose is simply what gives that purpose is what gives you power, power to then start to find means of making the changes that are essential and to convert our reality into a higher reality into the reality that we want it to be similarly potential is what gives us power similarly letting go of our fears and letting go of our constructed selves the selves that are always telling us that this cannot be done that it is what it is and therefore, you know, uh, what we are, uh, you know, that therefore there is no other alternative, that this is just a fairy tale, this uh, a- understanding of life, this understanding of life's possibility.
0: All right. Uh, what- I, I-, I want to take a few more calls, Shabir, but I do want uh, to hear your thoughts about what Nkululeko had to say that, uh, for example, that leaders that we have are as much a product of the societies that they lead, the groups that they lead. Uh, I would like to hear from you as to how then in the current situation that we find ourselves where we would all perhaps agree that there is a dearth of leadership, um, generally speaking, how then do we transcend this illness of leadership that you seem to be suggesting exists. Uh, but before we do that, let's speak to Mark and Piet Mark, hi. Hi, oh,
4: good evening. Yeah,
0: good evening to you, Mark.
4: Oh, you got a, you got a late night tonight,
0: eh? Yeah, absolutely. That's why we called uh, Late Night Talk, eh, Marky?
4: Okay. Well, okay, yeah. I've got a suggestion to say that um, I think uh, that South Africa at the moment is very power-hungry for someone to take charge and um, really... um. um the thirst of something that we need at the moment um, I think we've been starving for quite some time to have some leadership that actually takes into account just basic South Africans and the way they feel and the emotions are at the current state of affairs in our country um, and at the moment I think a lot of politicians are playing that role um, in a way that, that they shouldn't. Um, I think uh, we long overdue for a leader that actually comes from heart. Now, when I talk about leaders from heart, um, these days I think that we find in politician life that we find a couple of examples where they not necessarily want to take uh, a leader role, which is always, for me, um, very humble for them to do. Yeah. Uh, if I can, I can mention a couple of examples. Tuli uh, We've got Evan Gordon, and we've got a, a, a couple of other. Derek Honakom is one I would mention as well, but uh, put a little bit of a tongue in the cheek on that one. Um, but if you catch my role, that like, um, we need something in South Africa. We uh, we need to be inspired as people of South Africa to feel yeah. that we play an important role, and it's not entirely into the politicians' hands. And we didn't we seem not to have this for quite some time in our country where we can actually just say that someone is taking a role of South Africans and actually taking that role in a very delicate and a very um, humble way. Sure,
0: sure. All right, Mark yeah. and Peter Thief, thanks very much for your call. Sorry, Mark, are you still there? Did okay. did you, you want did you wanna say something else?
4: Yeah, I just said, I think the last leader we had was Nelson Mandela, who actually came up and very very um, compassionate yeah. about the rest of our South Africans. And since then, we didn't seem to have it. So okay. um, the other thing I just want to mention to you quickly is uh, leaders are born. Um, and I think that um, uh, what the, the guy said about the leadership and etc. is very really true but uh, do we have that person that actually can find the balance between uh, well he, he seems
0: to be suggesting mark that you, he seems to be suggesting that all of us are he seems to be suggesting that all of us have the capacity for oh. leadership oh, okay yeah uh, and and, no. and and so, uh, so I, I think I think and and he can speak for himself, uh, Shabir Bai. but uh, he seems to be suggesting that all of us have the capacity of, for leadership. So f- on that score, I would agree with you that leaders are born because we're all born. but my 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 issue is how do we how do we, as individuals find the power and the inspiration, as you've just said, to transcend those things that make us uh, believe that uh, the higher life that Shabir Banubai is talking about, about is impossible. Because I think the big problem here is uh, we tend to believe that these high ideals that Shabir is talking about, the kinds of characteristics of people such as Nelson Mandela, are very difficult, if not impossible. If We didn't have a Nelson Mandela in this country, yeah. I'd probably be one of those people that says, Ah, Ben, it's impossible to have that kind of thing. But m- my question to Shabir now is going to be, How do we then transcend the realities of our lower experiences in order for us to reach that level? Um, but now please listen on the radio and let's hear what Shabir has to say, Shabir. Uh, the yeah, so, so, so. So if you remember with Nkululeko who said that uh, uh, the leader, and and I suppose he agrees with you in that the leader is the person who lives a life of integrity, a life of transcendence, uh, suppose a life of discipline. Uh, And that uh, many of the leaders that we have at the moment are reflective of the kind of society that we are. So I would want to first ask, what comes first? Is it the society that creates the leader or is it the leader that creates the society? Is the leader born? You seem to be suggesting that yes, the leader is born uh, and that all of us are in fact uh, potential leaders. But we all seem to be looking for that one leader. We all seem to be fixated on that one leader that is going to create this new reality that we're looking for. We're all looking for a Nelson Mandela. We're all looking for a Gandhi. How do we In the population that we have right now, find, develop the leaders that will take us to the next level of consciousness.
3: Uh, Aubrey, we should actually look at it, you know, uh, somewhat differently. We should not be looking to be saved. We should be looking... To be doing the saving, ah. we should be we should be looking to being powerful in our own right. For instance, let me give you uh, 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 an an illustration in a metaphor. If you plant a little seed in the ground, that seed has potential in it. It wants to be known. It has an extraordinary desire to grow. Yep. It has extraordinary potential and extraordinary power, and it will force itself out of the ground and then become a huge tree or a small tree, an orange tree or an apple tree. And effectively, what it is saying is, look at me, I'm a tree, I'm an orange tree, I'm an apple tree, I'm whatever I am. But consider now, if that seed has so much power, what power must we have as human beings to... Grow and become who we were meant to be. And yet, how many people never do that, never realize the potential? Why never
0: why should we realize Look,
3: that power?
0: What, why you is, is power. it? Why is it that and and I get your your analogy. I get your example of the seed. Why is it that we don't? transcend so that that which lives in us in potential actually manifests uh, but at a leadership level do you see what i'm trying to say why is it that it is so difficult for us to transcend those circumstances of our lives that keep that potential hidden for leadership specifically
3: Partly, it is simply our lack of consciousness of that power. We are really not aware of it. We have no idea that we too are leaders. And if you have no idea that you are a leader, you are not likely to become one.
0: Does the seed? Does a, the seed? Does the seed know uh, at that level that it is? Potentially a big orange tree
3: The seed Whether it knows Or doesn't know I think the analogy is useful In understanding That yes Whether the seed knows or not The seed could be That So what I am saying Is that If a seed could be all of that Logically what? power must we have when we carry within us the spirit of
0: life itself. It is a force. Y- you see, you see, y- yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you and I, and I, and I agree. O- all I'm trying to say is that if the seed that is to be the orange tree one day um, fights to manifest its orange tree-ness, you seem to be suggesting that it's because it's aware of that uh, and, and uh, i ta- and i take that because you your answer to why is it that we as human beings are not manifesting our leadership qualities is that perhaps we're not aware are you suggesting that the seed that wa- that must become the uh, orange tree is aware of its potential to become that
3: awareness might be uh, in a sense, minimal. Yep. But there is a consciousness that the, uh, that is innate or that it might not be uh, aware of in the way that we can be aware.
0: Yeah, consciously, yeah. Yep.
3: Uh, so so if we can become aware of ourselves that we have to undergo a journey of self discovery that will lead us to discover the highest within ourselves and that we commit discovering the highest within ourselves then we have effectively
0: started a journey of leadership. Shabir. I have so many calls uh, coming through. I'm going to ask you if yeah. it's possible that we just spend another 15 minutes just after the news, uh, just okay. so that you can uh, finalize. But this is very fascinating. Um, let me quickly take one call. We'll take the uh, break and then the news. I want to read you some of the SMSs and then, of course, you can, uh, you can uh, close. Let's, let's take a call from Joyce in Highlands. Hi, Joyce. Hi, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Joyce, go ahead.
1: I just wanted to say that I think this continual emphasis on the need for leaders is beginning to sound a bit sinister. We're not sheep. We don't need leaders. We need to live as citizens uh, with a sense of duty to make ourselves informed about what's been going on, uh, to analyze. What's going on to read the media carefully and add to it by adding knowledge from books? Yeah. And I really think that this continual repetition of wanting a leader is, is spooky. Yeah. Is, is, is it, it not? Is it, era?
0: is it not, Joyce, precisely what Shabir Banubai is talking about that there seems not to be an awareness in us, hence this constant call for this savior, this leader, right? That there seems not to be an awareness of what Shabir has been talking about, about our innate leadership qualities ourselves. And is that perhaps not what Shabir is talking about to wake that awareness up? Because you're correct, that as long as we could, you know, cry out for this leader out there, it does sound a little bizarre and scary.
1: Like babies. Yep like yeah. babies. It's sort of infantile. I'm just saying that not that each one of us is a leader. I You know, I don't think grand statements like that will help get us anywhere. Yeah. But I think if we all consider how we are going to work and make a contribution to society by passing on our skills to somebody, uh, by making ourselves knowledgeable about how Parliament works. Joyce,
0: I've I've got to stop because I've run out of time, but thank you very much for your contribution. Uh, We'll hear what uh, Shabir has to say. Shabir, we need to take this break but when we come back, we take the news and then perhaps you can comment on what Joyce has to say. Let's take the break and then we take Eyewitness News.
4: Know your rights. Use them responsibly. Lead SA.
1: Online, smartphone, DSTV channel 856 and on 92.7 and 106 FM. This is 702.
0: It's five minutes past midnight and my guest, uh, Shabir Banubai, the author of the book Leadership as Healing, amongst many others, uh, is discussing the very idea of what leadership is, suggesting that leadership can be a, a, a healing faculty, can be a source of healing. Um, and uh, some very interesting ideas coming out of that. Let me read some of the SMSs coming through. Hi Aubrey, leaders are made by the community, not that it's the leaders that make the community. These people came from among us. They didn't come from somewhere else, but from us. They are part of us, therefore they represent who we are, says Korsi Kempton. Uh, and then somebody else says, uh, and I wonder, of course, whether some of the people that come from us then renege from the values that we, <laughs> that we uh, tend to believe we represent. Uh, or are they representing, are they a true reflection of who we are, not what we think we are? Perhaps uh, Shabir will be able to deal with that uh, question as we continue along. Uh, Jay says, if the roots of a tree are rotten, you have to cut off the tree, correct? Uh, the same applies to rotten a rotten leader, says Jay. And then uh, Ben Martin says, even the plants grow from the seeds, don't grow from the, se- uh, no, even the plants grown from the seeds, don't grow to the same height. We all are unique with different levels uh, of potential. Again, just unsubstantiated ideas, says Ben Martin. Uh, and I suppose uh, we need to bring in the, uh, the thoughts that were brought in by Joyce in the previous hour, Shabir, where she was saying there seems to be a very dangerous, servile uh, sort of uh, need for somebody else to lead us like sheep. Uh, that we need to just understand that we have a contribution to make uh, and so that we aren't so dependent on personalities. And I'm glad that we haven't really um, had a conversation about, I suppose, contemporary personalities, because that's where uh, many conversations go. Uh, is Zuma a good leader or not a good leader? That's not where I'm wanting to go about the, with this discussion. What I do want to find out is what what of what Joyce says that we seem to have a very infantile, servile attitude to leadership, that we need someone else external from us to show us the way to, to be our Messiah, when in fact we all have the responsibility to look after our own damn self. Um, Shabir? uh I think that might have been the
3: speaker before Joyce yep. who, who said that. Um, I uh, would simply say that we should, obviously, we, 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 you know, we all need the most capable people to lead a society, but we shouldn't believe that that is all we need. We also need to become leaders in our own right, to whatever degree or level that we feel most comfortable. Yeah. And the speaker who, uh, who commented, I think it might have been an SMS. Yes. Where someone said that, uh, you know, uh, every plant does not go, grow to the same height and yep. that the potential of each one is different. I agree entirely. This is what I've been saying, we are all unique. But to the level that we ourselves can be leaders, uh, even if it is simply uh, uh, being uh, effective in our own living or effective in our relationship with our family, That itself is an accomplishment that we can be proud of. And if we find in time that we have greater potential, that we have greater power, and our influence then expands to a community, expands to our neighborhood, and expands possibly even more widely, then, of course, that is natural progression. We cannot know how far we can go until we start to actually undertake the journey. So, of course, all of us do not have the same potential, nor will we all become global leaders, and uh, nor does everyone desire to be global leaders. I'm simply saying we have a duty to do justice to our own innate potential. Because if we do an injustice to our potential, we will become frustrated, we might become angry, ill, and possibly, ultimately, even violent. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shabir, I want to thank you very much, sir, um, for very interesting and very, very, very uh, revealing and educational conversation. If people want to continue this conversation with you uh, on other platforms, how do they get in touch with you?
3: Uh, uh, people can contact me on my email, uh, which is uh, shabir at double B I R. I-Africa. Africa is spelled A-F-R-I-C-A, and uh, there's an I before it, and it's one word, dot com. Or if uh, somebody wanted to... Well, let's let's leave it. Uh, yeah, with, yeah. With, and and if uh, and, and, and if people
0: contact, yeah. and if people want to get a hold of the book "Leadership as Healing," where I think many of the things and the concepts and ideas that we've been talking about uh, this evening are to be found, how do they get the book "Leadership as Healing"?
3: Uh, they could get it from me. Uh, once again, I think the best would be to email me, and yep. yeah, I, I will find a way to get the book to them.
0: Shabir Banu Bai, I want to thank you very much for your time, sir, and I wish you all success with the book.
3: Thanks, Avi, and uh, good evening to everyone who has been listening, and thank you for for listening. And I hope that in some way uh, uh, the conversation has stimulated you and it has certainly been a very also helpful to me
0: much Thank appreciated so much. shabir banabai the author of the book leadership as healing what did you think of that i'm interested to hear your thoughts about leadership